Good day, sir. Good evening, kind sir. Greetings and salutations. Keep on talking in the free world. Okay, we had a little bit of a technical, a little bit of technical difficulties, but we're okay now. We're good. We think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah, everything sounds good. Good to be back. Glad to have you back. We're on the road to WrestleMania. I, uh, I've missed this. We've been off for a week. Anyway, we're back in business. We are indeed. We are indeed. So are we, uh, shall we get started? Ready when you are. I got. I have to say is that, so uh, we're getting close. It kind of crept up on us as far as uh, WrestleMania is right around the corner. And uh, it's getting exciting. So the buzz is starting. The buzz is starting online. It is getting exciting. But it feel, I don't know how you feel, but it kind of feels like to me it just sort of crept up on us. It did, yes. The month of March has gone by really quickly, and uh, WrestleMania is two weeks away. Like, it is insane how fast it is. It is insane. So let's uh, let's appreciate it as much as we can over the next two weeks, because we will be sad. We will be sad when it's over. We'll be counting down to WrestleMania again, just like you count down to Christmas right after it ends. Same thing. That's right, my friend. <laughs> All right. I'm ready when you are. Take us through it. Dangerous Darren so, Dave. So we 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 uh, were in uh, Jacksonville, Florida last week at the V Star Veterans Memorial Arena. Uh, so we started off with Finn Balor versus Damian Priest, which was a non-title match. Um, I thought it was an okay match for sure, you know, until of course uh, Austin Theory did get involved um, in that match. Um, I have a feeling this Finn Balor Damian Priest is not over, and I feel like we're going to see a bit more of it sooner rather than later. Yeah, I mean, it's the same same answer for me that I always give. I don't like the matchup. I didn't like, I don't like the matchup with Finn Balor versus someone that's way bigger than him. Didn't like, don't like Finn Balor matching up with bigger people. Finn Balor is an awesome wrestler, and uh, I love seeing him wrestle, but that just doesn't do it for me. I don't know if in the end we're going to see once Austin Theory is done with Pat McAfee and then this comes to an end at some point in time, Finn Balor and Damian Priest, are we going to see Finn Balor and Austin Theory? That's more my speed. Like matchup and physical stature. But, I mean, so it's the same same response for me. Non-title match, same two guys, physically completely mismatched. For, for sure, for sure. Um, and it, it, it's it's annoying when we have that kind of stuff, but at the same time, you know, it's WWE's favorite thing to do, I believe. Yeah, it makes no sense for me, especially when Vince, you know, loves the big guys. And it just doesn't make sense to me, but it is what it is. They're both good wrestlers, but it doesn't make sense. And Finn Balor is wasted in these scenarios, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. So then we're going to move on, and we had Liv Morgan versus uh, Zelina in the uh, next match of last week. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Zelina. I uh, I don't care for her too much. Um, Liv Morgan, I think, is coming into her own. She's doing really well so far. I like her with Rhea Ripley. Um, so I think she's got something going for her. As for Zelina, I'm not too sure about I, I'm not a huge fan of hers. Yeah, I mean, I've said all along, I think we both kind of said, Zelina was perfectly, I know she wants to be a full-time wrestler, and that's currently what she is, and that's good for her. 
Uh, she's got a good story, man. Well, not a good story. I mean, heartbreaking story or fought with her father passing away. Anyway, there's just, there's a lot to like about her. And I love the fact that she's still in the mix. You know, she was here. She was gone. We've seen her in different roles, but I still believe that she is best suited in a managerial role where she can still get in the ring and wrestle from time to time and utilize her wrestling skills. But she's good on the mic, man. And she's got a lot of personality and uh, anyway, in the end, it's the same response for me. That's where, that's the capacity I want to see her in. Uh, yeah, for sure, um, for sure. We gotta we gotta see her like that because that's the best way she is. And hopefully, they do that with her at some point down the road. Um, and then we go into Omos versus Commander Aziz, which uh, a few weeks ago we did speak of this, and um, you know how this needed to be. A thing because there's nobody big enough to take on Omos at this point, and I think Commander Aziz at this point is the only one that can, you know, uh, sort of be the size of what Omos needs uh, to have a fair match against anybody. I agree. I like this exactly. We've talked about this a few times, so this felt like something that you know. I know that people might have mixed mixed feelings on you know how much they like or dislike or even how much omos or commander aziz it just evokes any kind of emotion from anybody i know that people might think about it that way but you know this is a good matchup physically and you know it's rare the two guys are huge i like this i I do like it i want to see more too i want to see more of it and this is finally something i can get behind for omos and i like commander aziz too man i like both of them to be honest i really do so uh, I'm I'm here for this match, and you know a rivalry unfolding with, for, between these two guys. I'm here for it. Absolutely, it, it could be very exciting. Um, and then we have the Mysterios versus the Hurt Business, which is, as we know, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Um, you know, it is what it is. The Mysterios, I think, are more worried about you know the Z-lister in the Miz and. and uh, and Clownface and, and Logan Paul there uh, more than they're worried about anything else, really, at this point, because WrestleMania, like we said, is two weeks away. So, um, you know, it was a match. It wasn't anything that really excited me, though, last week. Well, listen, I, Dominic's one of my favorites, man. He really is. And uh, so anytime I see him, I'm happy. But, you know, to your point, we want to get – we're we're at the stage now when I'm saying it's like it kind of crept up on us is that we're at the stage now where we just want to see we want to get to WrestleMania and we want to see matches between the people that we know are going to have matches and for me personally you know as we're leading up to WrestleMania I'd prefer to see you know I like the I mean I I know we we've already had the you know the matches are set but I mean the contract signing type scenarios where there's banter in the ring. You're back and forth on the mic chirping each other. You know, someone might come in and interfere. Like, I'm all for that instead of having matches where they put the opponents on commentary. That's the next best thing, I guess. But I would prefer a little bit more back and forth on the mic. I don't want to see them wrestle time and time again. We all want to see them wrestle at WrestleMania. But I would like to see a little bit more back and forth on the mic. But I'm, I'm, I love Dominic, man. That's my boy. And then we had Bianca Belair versus Dewdrop, and we all know what happened here with uh, with Becky Lynch attacking her. Um, 
that is Bianca Belair, of course, with the chair. So um, we'll get to that more in a minute with the chair hole situation. Um, but Dewdrop, man, Dewdrop, for her size and for what she does, she she is very, very good. And uh, she's surprising every week at what she can come out and do. And uh, she she's going to... She's going to be in the title hunt very soon, in my opinion. I agree. So I'll get to Bianca Belair in a moment. For Dewdrop, absolutely. So with the women's division being, I wouldn't, I don't know how deep it is, but I, I say that it's super deep because you have X amount of pure stars at the top. There's a lot of star power. So I say it's deep from that perspective. And Dewdrop, I agree with you. You know, she can find her way in there because, you know, she has charisma to her. She's an excellent wrestler. And exactly for her size, just in, not even just for her size, just in general, she's got moves. Now, we'll, to your point, we'll get into Bianca Belair in a minute. But I do want to say, I mean, Bianca Belair is at, you know, she's at the top of the food chain with, uh, with Charlotte Flair, with... Sasha Banks with uh, Becky Lynch, but uh, it's heartbreaking, man. Let, let's see. Let, we'll talk about it in a minute. But I mean, the, the story here is Bianca Belair, and if it ends up, if it ends up dashing her hopes to be in WrestleMania, it, it, it's heartbreaking. It really is. I mean, and not to it's heartbreaking if we put ourselves in her shoes. But you know, that's one thing. But from a fan's perspective, we're missing out. She's one of the she's one of the top five stars in the WWE. Period, in my opinion. Absolutely, absolutely, she is. Um, but uh, like I said, we'll get to that in uh, in a few minutes. Here, we'll go over exactly what's going on with her. Uh, we then move on to uh, Riddle versus Montez Ford. Both, I love both these guys. So I was I was happy with what they brought to the table. They're both very athletic and what they can do, and uh, they bring out a very good match. Uh, anytime they're there, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know you. Lo- you had love for Riddle. Maybe I missed that. I didn't know that. I thought you. I thought he kind of got on your nerves a little bit. You got love for Riddle. Of course, I've got love for Riddle, man. I love RK Bro. RK Bro can't go wrong. You know, okay. <laughs> it's, it's exciting times. You know, and I think I, I think I knew you loved RK Bro. I just get, didn't wasn't sure how you felt about uh, Riddle. So uh, I agree. Listen, you got two. You know now. I don't want Montez Ford is awesome. Uh, Riddle is awesome. Awesome wrestlers, awesome personalities, super charismatic, both of them. But I do. So the, the, the thing, the hard part is, is that, you know, Montez Ford clearly, you know, carries that tag team and he's clearly a star on his own, but the tag team works and it's good together. And I don't want to see them. I fear, I fear them putting Montez Ford out on his own, even though in theory that might be good for him. But I like the tag team. And then, you know, again, just kind of on a side note, you know, Montez Ford and Bianca Belair are married, and, and I mean that's got to be, that's got to weigh heavily on him too. If if it doesn't turn out to be in Bianca's favor and she's not able to appear, so. He's got to be going through it as well with mixed emotions. But yeah, I mean, anytime you got that those type of wrestlers, that caliber of wrestler in the ring, you're good to go. Always going to get a good match. Montez Ford is fucking awesome, man. I mean, that guy is a legit superstar wrestler. Absolutely. And then we go into the main event of the night, which was uh, Seth Rollins against Kevin Owens. And I was furious with this. I was very angry with Sonya Deville. 
not only but uh, Seth Rollins with his plan that he had, and then it turns out that the winner of this match would then go on to host the WrestleMania talk show with guest Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I think I would have been even more livid had Seth Rollins had won that match because Kevin Owens is the man for this, and he should be the man to do this show. It's got to be the KO show, and I was very happy that uh, he won it, but it was one hell of a match to end Raw, and uh, it's going to be fun to see him and Stone Cold at WrestleMania for sure. Yeah, this is, uh, I agree 100%. This is a problem. Like this, this is a total, this has not made sense from the beginning. It's super annoying. You have two of the best wrestlers in WWE from, again, from a personality standpoint, just from an overall pure wrestling superstar standpoint on the mic, wrestling ability and time put in the game. It just, it makes no sense. It just is such, it's just such a disservice, uh, Darren, to Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins to have them even going through this nonsense. Like, so to your point, it was an awesome match, but so we're going to have, we're still, after all of the time that, how long has it been going on, Darren, where we didn't even know if these guys were going to be in WrestleMania, and then finally Kevin Owens secures a spot in WrestleMania, albeit not even in a match. And then to have Seth Rollins possibly take it away, it just, it's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense, makes no sense, and it's a huge disservice. To do. Can you imagine them doing, can you imagine them dragging Brock Lesnar and, and Roman Reigns through this type of scenario? No, and, and, and I don't think they would, personally. Um, ask the table, and uh, we, we, wow. I'll get on him in a minute. Um but, uh, but yeah, just before you say, so quickly, my point is, is that no, and agreed that Brock and Roman are the two top. I think if we were to say, I mean, that they're going to main event WrestleMania for a reason, but it's not like Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens are living on different planets than Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. They're in the same realm. Yes, they're not as big as them. But the point is, is that. It just has rubbed me the wrong way that you're subjecting these two huge, huge superstars to this nonsense on the road to WrestleMania. Absolutely. Um, now, of course, you know, um, it could be interesting to see what happens with Seth Rollins. Um, we don't go to rumors in this show, so I'll keep my my knowledge to myself until such time that if it does come true, but... Uh, so we won't go there, but I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Kevin Owens and Stone Cold. As much as you and I are not about, you know, the Hall of Famers coming back at WrestleMania, you know, they always do it. Um, I think it's going to be fun. Um, I think there's going to be a few stunners placed on somebody, and uh, that's the bottom line, and that's for sure. I, I agreed. I think uh, – th- so you, you're right. You and I both are of the mindset, you know, let sleeping dogs lie. We've seen enough of the nostalgia. However, there are a few exceptions that that we both agree on. And yes, Stone Cold. It would have been it would have been a sad state of affairs if WrestleMania was in Dallas, Texas, and the Texas Rattlesnake doesn't make an appearance. So, you know, because of his knees and because it's been so long, you know, I'm sure that even if they threw around a possible match, that his body might not have been able to go through it. So, this is the best case scenario. 
And I, I agree. I think it's going to be phenomenal. I, of course, it's going to be one of the highlights of WrestleMania. And going back to me talking about earlier, I like the contract signings, man. I like the I, I like the different shows in the ring. I like the talk and that results in chaos at the end. And this is going to be perfection. So I think it's going to be awesome. We might even see some guest appearances. Who knows? But I agree with you. All hell is definitely going to break loose. I'm hoping that, you know, it ends up, it, it starts off tension filled, or it starts off as a love fest, turns to be tension filled, and then in the end, Stone Cold and KO have some beers together, only for Kevin Owens to be bamboozled, and for Stone Cold to give him the final stunner before he walks out in Texas. That's how I'm hoping it unfolds, but no matter what happens, they can do no wrong. I agree. This is going to be pure gold, man. I can't wait for this. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be phenomenal, and I can't like I like you. I can't wait to see what what goes down between those two. Um, so this week we're going to Chicago, Illinois, at the Allstate Arena. You know, CM Punk. I'm pretty sure we're going to hear some chants over that man. Gotta love the best in the world. Um, so we're getting the return of AJ Styles tonight. Um, so this could be very interesting to see what he does say um, after the attack that Edge did to him a few weeks ago on Monday Night Raw. Um, we're also getting RK Bro versus the Alpha Academy. Uh, thank you! And we're also getting Finn Balor versus Austin Theory with after Austin Theory's uh, tactics uh, last week with uh, Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. We're getting that in a non-title match, of course. And then Becky Lynch addresses her attack on Bianca Belair as well this week. And just, um... Just to put it out there, um, WWE did report earlier this week as a result of Becky Lynch's attack on Monday Night Raw to Bianca Belair. She has suffered a fractured hyoid boin, bone sorry, in her throat and will be out of action for an unspecified amount of time. Um, that, to me, does not sound good. And to me, that does sound like uh, she may miss her chance at WrestleMania to get her championship back from the last kicker, Becky Lynch. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking. And this far away from it, you know, it's heartbreaking. There's no other way to say it. I mean, Bianca Belair, when she won the title, she won the title last year at WrestleMania, right? That's when she broke down in tears and her family was there. Was that last year at WrestleMania? Yes. Cause she beat Sasha. Right. Like Bianca Belair is just an awesome story, man. Awesome story by all accounts. Seems like an awesome person. I love her. She, she's, you know, like, I love her. She's awesome. And to me, if Bianca Belair is not at WrestleMania, you know, other than Ro- Roman Reigns was number one for me on who I wanted to see at WrestleMania, and Bianca Belair is number two. So that's how heartbroken I would be. Uh, so it doesn't sound good, though, man. It doesn't sound good. It looked bad. It doesn't sound good. I guess we're going to have to wait and see. And uh, But again, for everybody out there, and we don't hear this as much as we used to, Darren. I think it's a good thing. You know, there was a, there was a time where you had just – so I don't know, just people in general really chastising the WWE or had said so many negative things to say about it. You know, it's not an easy business. It is not an easy business. And physically, it takes a massive toll on your body. And I mean, I forget who said it, but I mean, it's been said many times. But, you know, the statement that's said best is that 
you are putting your health and safety in the hands of others at all times. So, you're, you know, it's counterintuitive where normally you would protect yourself at all times. But it's counterintuitive in that regard and the fact that you're not protecting yourself. You're at the mercy of the other – of your opponent. And so the thing is is that, you know, they're battling it out and things happen. So I could go on and on. I mean I know I'm talking a little bit. But I mean to me it's heartbreaking. To me it would be very disappointing for me for Bianca Belair to miss out in WrestleMania. Obviously she'd be devastated. So we'll have to wait and see. As far as um, as the other things, like we'll see – what Becky Lynch has to say tonight. I think we'll tell by Becky Lynch's demeanor tonight. If Becky Lynch is all the, you know, turned all the way up and she's in savage mode, I'd say we'll probably see Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. If Becky Lynch is super apologetic and it's a very, you know, has very sad undertones tonight, I think that's probably letting us know that we're not going to see Bianca Belair. So we'll wait and see. But uh, I don't know. How do you feel about, you know, I think we both have, you know, major love for the women's division. And, you know, in a lot of circumstances, it's, it, you know, the women are the stars of the show, with the exception of, like I said, Roman and, and Brock. But how do you feel about the whole thing? It, it was a bad idea um, to do this. And I don't, I don't think, you know, I, I'm really hoping we do get a, a legit answer from Becky Lynch as to what's going on. And, you know, like you said, we'll see what her demeanor is like, and we should be able to tell by that as to what fully is going to go down at WrestleMania. Um, but, you know, for the rest of it, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, I have a feeling we, we will see Edge tonight, so that's a downer. But other than that, I'm looking forward to everything else that's happening here tonight. Yeah, we're two weeks away, like you said. Um Angel not showing any love to Roman Reigns. <laughs> like that. Uh, I'm, I hope Roman Reigns wins. But uh, you got Darren on your side, Angel, when it comes to cheering for – well, I don't know if he's cheering for Brock, but certainly – I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Darren. You know, you got a lot to say about both Brock and Roman. Who do you want to win that match? I am still undecided. <laughs> yeah. Darren's hoping for a double DQ. I am hoping for a lot of things, including tonight our three things, Shane. If Once, you- twice. Three times a lady. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so three things I want to see tonight quickly. I know we've got three minutes, so we've got to get through this. Um, if Bianca Belair is unable to attend WrestleMania, I want a new opponent for Becky Lynch announced tonight so we can get some sort of story, some kind of rivalry going with it. With two weeks to go, it's not going to be bitch, but we need something. I want an in-ring collision with the ass of the table and Brock Lesnar. We didn't get that Friday. They both appeared at different times. You know, the ass of the table and Tweedledee and Tweedledum ran away on them. So I don't know how much of a champion that is when you run away from your opponent. And I want an opponent for Seth Rollins. You know, we, we hate the man. We love the man, you and I both. But I still think the man deserves to be at WrestleMania. Um, if If rumors are true, that person needs to show up and let's get a storyline moving here for that. Um, but those are my opinions, and those are my things that I want to see tonight. Yeah, and I mean, not to. I know last week I kind of feel like we were we were off a week, but I think that uh, the last time prior to that, I feel like my kind of three things that I wanted to see were attached, you know, very similar to yours. And I feel the same way tonight. You know, certainly, uh, 
we're, we're kind of on the same wavelength on that. I mean, these are three things. So mine is a little bit of a different twist is that I'm hoping that Becky Lynch, when she addresses this, I'm hoping Bianca's okay and Bianca comes out and blindsides her. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that everything is fine with Bianca. She attacks Becky Lynch, which would be amazing. That's the first thing. The second thing I'm hoping for, I agree. It was very disappointing. I was disappointed in Roman. So very disappointed is that I want to see... I want to see these guys face to face on Raw and SmackDown, and then Raw and SmackDown again, all the way up to WrestleMania. We got two more Raws, including tonight, and two more SmackDowns. I want to see them face to face. And then the uh, here's what I'm thinking, though, Darren. I would like to see Kevin Owens come out, and I would like to see Seth Rollins attack him. And say that this is the match that I wanted to see all along. And I'm still holding out hope. I haven't said a lot about it in the last few weeks. But I'm hoping that Seth Rollins is like, you know, enough of this nonsense. Let's just do what we, we should be doing in the first place. You want my spot. I want your spot. Let's get it on. I'm, I'm hoping Seth Rollins is going to return to his roots, which is he's a snake, attacks Kevin Owens, and then we get Kevin Owens going to host the KO show with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then later on, maybe he does that night one, and then night two, him and Seth Rollins wrestle. Regardless of how it goes down, that's what I'm hoping for. All right, man. Well, we'll see, and I will talk to you at 11 o'clock on the post show. Angel, thanks for joining us. Darren, Angel, keep on talking in the free world.